Let's start Daf Chavhei, the second line down. Amar Rabba Barav Huna Amar Rav. So we were discussing here, we're discussing uh, the, the parak is Ain Sadin as far as trapping, uh, right? And we, we discussed trapping, you know, when can you take a, or we discussed that you can't take a fish, Ain Sadin Dagam in Habibrim, you can't uh, take fish from the pond. Okay, the way Rashi at least explained it was that they're slippery. Okay, and then you can't feed it because they, there's a food chain, a natural food chain for the fish. Okay, and that's what we said in regards to fish. So now we're going to build off of that. We're going to come up with a case from water where you are able to. So I'm a rav, I'm a huna, I'm a rav. If you like dam up, you stop up a, a stream of water. So we're talking about like a, a thin stream. So let's say, right, so you stop it up. And so you know that there was no, since you, you dammed it, so there's no, uh, whatever was there was there before Yantev. And then in the morning you, 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 you wake up and uh, you go visit your uh, dammed up uh, uh, stream. And you find fish in it, so then mutarim. It's going to be mutar, meaning what we're saying is that you had, uh, you did an action. And therefore, um, it's considered like you prepared them. Rashi says, Ve'ela heichin behizmin al yidei maisa zeh. The Misa of damming up the stream basically says that the fish, you were uh, being mazmin the fish that were there. So now, Amar Rav Chista, Midivrei Rabbeinu Nilmad. So we learn, Midivrei Rabbeinu, we learn from Rav that Chaya Shekonana Bepardis, Enet Sricha Zimun. Now let's say you had an animal, a Chaya, that nested and birthed in a Pardes. Now a Pardes is a, considered, Rashi says, a makam hamishtamer. It is a guarded area. And therefore, the Vlad, okay, is not able to run away. It's very, very easy to trap the animal. Um, therefore, what we're saying is, from this, this idea, saying that whatever was there, when, in the case of Hasoich or when you dammed up the river, that you, you kind of had in mind. So too over here, in your makam mishtamer, in your orchard, if an animal comes and gives birth and you find a vlad there, so then we assume, right, it was there. It can't leave on its own. And um, we're saying that it's in a makam mishtamer, it's considered zima, it's considered prepared, and you would be able to uh, eat it on yantif. With a fish, it's not a problem of sida? No, because an amas hamayim, so the way that the Mepharshim explained it, that it's different than a bivrim. A bivrim was a pool, it's a wide area. An amas hamayim, that's why I said it's a thin stream. So it's not as wide. So you dammed it up. Think like a really tiny stream. So you just didn't, you didn't look for the fish, but it, they, that's why we're saying hasecher amasamayim. It's a thin stream as opposed to a pool. So it's easier to grab it. It's easier to grab it. Yeah, it's considered. So like we learned yesterday, right? Like the way we were shimming and Leel explained the case, but chuser seda doesn't need trapping anymore. Okay. So now, so again, we're, so we are comparing this case of a, 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 a vlad, so an animal that nested in the orchard and gave birth, to the case of damming up the stream. So I'm a Rav Nachman. I got a problem. Nafal Chavrin, so they were contemporaries. Rav Nachman and Rav Chista were contemporaries and Rav Huna. The three of them were all around the same time. So he's saying, Nafal Chavrin, our friend, right? Nafal Chavrin, which is Rav Chista, the Rav Ravasa. Okay, he just, um, he just uh, entered, Nichnas Roshay, he stuck his head into a big machlekes. Okay, he's making problems. By trying to compare these cases, okay, he just, he, he's trying to compare cases that aren't comparable. Meaning that 
And we'll speak to that in a second, but when you were Seicher Amas Amayim, when you danced up the stream, you did a Maisa, so that's considered Zimun. Here, you didn't do anything. You had an orchard, which is considered a Makam Mishtamer, but you didn't do anything. So how could you compare those cases? Igadam, we have another Lashon. Same uh, idea, same case. However, it's Amar Rabba Bar Rav Huna. So we said Rav Huna, Rav Nachman, and Rav Chisto were all contemporaries. So Rabba was his son. Amar Rabba Bar Rav Huna, Medivrei Rabbeinu, Nilmat from Rav. We learn Chaya Shekonen of the Paradise in its Rechaziman. Same din. Now, to which, it's the same din, it's just a different Lashon. Who said it? Was it Rav Chisto, who was his contemporary, or was it Rav Huna's, who's contemporary son? And therefore, the Lashon that he says is Amar Rav Nachman, Nafal Bar Chavran Bravavasa. Okay, the son of our contemporary, again, he's, 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 he's creating problems with what he said by trying to compare these cases. Hasam loika of Maisa, by the case of the orchard, the chaya that nested in the orchard, you didn't do any Maisa, you didn't do anything. Hacha, but by the seicher, amasamayim, kavad Maisa, how could you compare the cases? Okay, so, <clears throat> right, and, right, so therefore what we're saying is, I have a problem with this. Now, v'loi bayazimon, Okay, we don't, uh, uh, you know, you want to say, we don't need Zimun. We see clearly, right, how could he go ahead and compare these cases? We see that it does need Zimun. You need to prepare the animal. If you have, like we just said yesterday, a, a bird that does not accept authority, right, a, a, a wild bird, so then. You have to tie its wings in order for it to be considered prepared to use anyantif. Okay, you tie it also. I'm sorry, uh, I said that. But, but sorry, at Sipur Darur, you have to tie the wings to make a differentiation between it and its mother. If you were Mizamin it, so you have to do something to show that we're not going to mix it up with its mother, meaning the bird that was not prepared. So Tiyufta, right? So we see that. Um, we see that whoever, either this was Rav Chista or Rabbi Bar Huna, that tried to compare the case of uh, Chaya that, that uh, was Mekanenes Bepardes, to try to compare it to the Seichar Amasamayim, we see clearly that you do need to do Zimun, right? That's what the Bryce has said. Chaya Shekhan Bepardes, Shricha Lazamin, you have to prepare it. And therefore, it's not just because it's in a Makkah Mishtamer, it doesn't mean that it's, con- it's available for use on Yantif. So now the Gemara is going to challenge that. So that's a tiyufta on what whoever whoever said it, either Rav Chista or Rabbi Bar Huna. Now, frak the Gemara to which the Gemara says Umi Bayazimun. Really, you want to tell me it does need Zimun? I have another brice of Ahatanya. Amar Rishim ben Elazar, Maidim Beishami Beis Hillel. That Rishim ben Elazar quotes that the Beishami Beis Hillel both agree Al Sheh his Minon Beseich Hakan. Now, let's say you you prepared a bird inside of the nest. Inside the coop, and you find it on the outside, Shasurin. That we're say it's, we're gonna say it's us, right? We can't assume, like we discussed the case where it had a daf outside, right? It came where they all they all uh, congregate there. If you remember that case that we had way earlier in Daf Yud, Shasurin, that we said it's gonna be Usr, because they're not where you left them. what's the case, right? What what is the what's the machlekis? Um, so again, these are birds, uh, 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 doves in a coop. These are also birds that nested in like jars of a bira in a castle. Aval, however, Okay, the point is This is what we want. 
So we're saying that a chaya shekanan of a pardis, a chaya wild animal that nested in a pardis, makam mishtamer, does not need zimun. So how are you asking a tiyufta? So it was a good sushtal by either whoever it was, Rabba Bar, Rav Huna, or of Chista. So we see that a chaya shekanan of a pardis is. So how are you, how are you asking me from, the, from another brysa, which said that we had a brysa that said that it does need zimon. Now we have another brysa that says it, it does not need zimon. Okay, it's good. Ve'en tzricha zimon. V'tzipur drar, again, the same case, a bird that does not, a wild bird, tzricha l'kasher. But in effect, they should tzchav b'ima. Again, so it's a hacker to make sure that you know which bird you set aside. V'amikusharim v'amununayim b'boyres u'bebatim. This is other birds that are tied together or ones uh, that you waved, meaning that's your way of preparing them yesterday. Okay, so it's either a simon or you did an active zimun, Okay, these things are all going to be mutter. Okay? However, even though you did zimun to the animal, if it's sitting in a tree, it's going to be asr because you're not allowed to go up on a tree on Yantif. There it's going to be asr. Okay, and if you see a bird that is tied or menuna, right, you see that it was set aside, so then it's a gezel issue. That has nothing to do with Yantif at all. Okay, but that was one long bride. So what we want from that bride is it says clearly that Chaya Shekhanam Apardes is going to be mutter a chaya that decided to nest in a paradise and does not need zimun at all. So how are we going to understand? We have a brisa, again, we have Rav Chista and Rav Abar Huna who tried to compare chaya shekhan of a paradise to seicher amasamayim, saying that it's, it's okay, you don't need zimun. We asked from a brisa which said, what do you mean? A chaya shekhan of a paradise does need zimun. And we have another brisa now that says you do not need zimun. So what's going on over here? I'm Rav Nachman Lekasha. Haba ha be'ima. Okay, yes, that the vlad that's born... We said the Chaya nested and gave birth. So the Vlad that was born, that doesn't need Zimun because it can't run away. And therefore your Das is already on the Vlad. But the mother, which would run away, you have no way of securing it to make sure it stays in the orchard. That, uh, that without Zimun, that would not be included. When was the Vlad born? Let's assume it was born before Yantis. That's not the point. We don't know. We're assuming it was born before Yantif. No, I'm just asking what, what the Zeman was. So We're assuming it was born before Yantif. So he knew it was there the whole time. We're just saying that, that it's, it, has, it has automatic Zeman because it can't... It has be, automatic Zeman because it's a Makam Mishtamer. And it can't go anywhere. However, he might know, right, and it can't go anywhere. However, he might have known that it was but, around before. But the, the Chaya itself could, could leave. The mother, right, exactly. That's what we're saying. So the answer is that in order, even though it's a Makam Mishtamer, since the mother could walk away, the only way you can include that is with Zeman. But the Vlad is an automatic Zeman. We're going to challenge this in a second. Really, you're telling me all I need is Zeman? So, uh, uh, Zeman, all I need for a Chaya in an orchard, which is, it's not locked down, it could run away. All I need is Zeman, what do you mean? It needs You need to trap the animal. So, Really, we're talking about the Vlad. And basically, what, what are the two prices talking about? Ha begina ha smucha le'ir. Ha begina she'ena smucha. That it depends, is the gina samach to the city or not? Okay, and basically what it seems like, it all comes down to is das. So we could compare it to the case. Uh, it's not, we, we didn't, we didn't shlug, we're not necessarily slugging up either of Chista or Rabbi Rabuna. We're saying that if, if it's in a garden that's smucha le'ir, so then you have, you have it in mind. So then you don't need to, be, you don't need to do zimun. We're talking about the Vlad anyways. It's not running away. It's in there. 
It's in that, it's in the orchard. And um, if it's far away, then you do need to have zimun because you wouldn't naturally, it wouldn't be like automatically assumed that you have it in mind. And it's okay. not an Easter of Nolad because you can eat it at Gabe Himeha? I'm assuming when we talk about Vlad that it nested there, that it gave birth before Yantif. It's, we're, not, we're not getting involved in the whole Nolad. That was, we'll leave that for the beginning of Be'ah. Okay? Fine. Let's move on to the next Mishnah. Behema misukenes. Let's say you have an animal that is about to die. Misukenes means that it's, uh, it's, it's on the way out. Lo Now, just to understand, in those days, the only, the only animal you would shech to eat would be an animal that was about to die. Because why would you take a perfectly good animal that you could use in your field and shech it for meat? So you'd want to, you want to time it for end of life. You don't want to wait too long. Right? You don't want it to be de- dead because then you have a tray for you, have, right? Then it's an avela. So obviously, then you can't eat it. So, right, you want to try to catch that moment. So now you're trying to catch that moment, and now it's yantif. You shouldn't, you can't, you're not allowed to shech this animal. So now you don't really necessarily want to eat the animal. But since you could theoretically, so therefore, we're going to allow you if. The Tanakama holds that the only way you can check this animal is if there's enough time left in the day to eat a kezayisli, right? Since the only reason we allow you to check the animal was to eat it, you'd have to be able to, it would have enough time uh, to, um, <clears throat> to uh, uh, take the animal apart and to eat a kezayis that's roasted. So enough time to roast it. Okay, Rabbi Akiva Eimer, afilu kezayis chaimi based tfichasa. Less amount of, a much less amount of time. Even a raw kezayis, so you don't, have to, you don't have to wait enough time to roast it, which means you don't need to do hefshit. You don't have to skin the animal. You take it right, right from the base tficha, so that means we're talking about seconds. You don't need a lot of time there. So that's the machlekes. Now, shachta basada, lo Now, in general, if you shachted the animal in the field, lo yivienna, then you're not allowed to bring it with, um, with, with poles. So that's what's called an avsha milsa issue. Okay? That um, you can't uh, do a malacha with a lot of people. It's a, it's a zilzal of yantif. So even though you're allowed to carry, we don't want to make a whole commotion. Okay? We don't make a whole commotion. avsha milsa. That's the case. So now, Amar Zakta Gemara. Amar Rami Bar Abba. Hefshit vinituach ba'oyla. Vuhuadin liktsavim. That there's a din, we know, that this is that by Eulah, in order to bring the Avarim on the Mizbeach, you have to do, you have to do hefshit, you have to skin the animal, and Vinituach, you have to chop it up into pieces. So an Eulah requires that. So too, meat from a butcher, the butchers also have to skin the animal and chop it up. Mikan lam da Torah derech eretz. The Torah told you the, way, the proper way to do it. That you, a person should not eat meat from an animal, unless the animal was skinned and chopped into pieces. So the Gemara says, my kamash malon, what's the chiddish? And the way Rashi explains this, and we'll see this play out in the Gemara, is are we saying this is truly just a nice thing, or is this a true halacha? Okay, meaning that we know that, it, that we, uh, if an animal, you can't properly check it for um, trefa if it's not skinned. So the question is, is this a nice thing or is it a din? Meaning, do you have to skin the animal? It's a din. You have to skin the animal in order to be able to properly check it to make sure that it does not have 
It's not a treva. So if you want to tell me that, that what, what Rami Bar Abba was saying is not like Rav Huna, meaning he said, really, he's coming to tell me a din, that you don't need, he's coming to tell me that you do need to skin the animal, right? And it's not just a nice thing. It's a din you have to in order to check it for treva. And that would be not like Rav Huna. Dama Rav Huna, Rav Huna says, that when an animal, you just have an animal that's around, it's once until you know that it was shafted properly. But once you know that it was shafted properly, you used a good knife, you shafted it properly, then we could assume We don't have to assume or be chayshish for treifa at all. Now this is not like lamaisa. What we do is we check an animal, right? We check the lungs. Okay, we check for for sirchas. Okay, so we we do we do check it for treifas. But Rahuna says you don't have to really make right din. You shech the animal. And as long as you know it was a good shechita, we assume the animal's good. You don't have to check. Okay? And then, so what, what does that mean? So you want to tell me that this statement of Rami Bar Abba, which is saying that Hefshim, you talk about other, didn't look him, that butcher's meat also needs to be, um, also needs to be skinned and cut into pieces, meaning so that you can properly check for treva, is not like Ravuna, which we're saying is every single piece of meat you eat has to be checked for trefas. So va'anan tanan masnisin Ravuna. I, our Mishnah, so how could Rami Bar Abba go ahead and say, not like Rav Huna? Our Mishnah clearly says like Rav Huna. Why? The Tanan, our Mishnah said, Rabbi Kiva Emer, Afilu is Chaim, That How much time do you need to have left on Yontif in order to shecht an animal? Enough time to eat it from its base Tfichasa. That doesn't need Hefshev and Ituach. My La, Mi Tfichasa Mamish. So that would be from the area where you shechted the animal, where you made the incision, which means that you don't need Hefshev and Ituach. So the Gemara says, Loi, we're going to slug that up. Loi, mimakam she'toivachas achilasa. Where the, and then what that means is the, the insides, the intestines. What we're saying is, mi b'nei So where the food goes in, that's what we're talking about. When we say beis tfichasa, we're not talking about where the incision is, where you shaft the animal. We're talking about inside the intestines. Okay, and therefore we have no raya. What do you mean? That's not true. Rabbi Chia said that when Rabbi Kiva said you have to be able to eat it from base from a base tfichasa, it's not. It's the air. It's the where you made the incision, not inside the intestines. So Ella Rami Bar Abba. So we have to say that no, it's not a din. Meaning he, since our Mishnah clearly says that the way Rabbi Chia learned our Mishnah that you, you can check the animal on Yantav as long as you would be able to eat a raw piece of meat from where the incision was made, where you shafted the animal. So therefore, when Rami Bar Abba went to go ahead and say, it must be, he's telling me, okay, he's telling me the, the proper way. It's not an Isser Trefa, it's not an Isser Trefa issue, it's not dealing with Trefas at all, he's not arguing with Rami Ravuna. it's just telling you a nice thing. Kamash Malan, okay, that, uh, good. He's coming to tell me the proper way. Like we learned in a brisa, you shouldn't eat garlic or onions from the uh, top. Ella, uh, so these are these are hilchas derech eretz of of uh, eating that you shouldn't you shouldn't look like a glutton a gluttonous person. So you don't eat it from the top. You eat it from the leaves. And if you eat it from the top, then it's considered your ravasan. You're considered a, 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 a glutton. Just like we know, and when it comes to the of how to drink, 
you shouldn't drink an entire cup at once. Right, again, that is the liquid version of a gluttonous person. Okay, so now, so now we're going to go through some of these Erech Ara stuff. A little, I got it over here. So if you drink an entire cup in one shot, okay, you are a, like we said, a liquid version of a gluttonous person. Shnayim. That's the proper way, is to drink a cup in two gulps. Shloisha, if you drink it in three gulps, then that's an arrogance, right? You're sitting there, you're taking your time, you're sipping it, that's a certain arrogance. So that shows that you're a more arrogant person. Now this is a type of grass, Rashi explained, this is a type of grass that Yeshua used when he set up the boundaries for Eretz Yisrael, when he divided the land, because it implants itself uh, uh, pretty uh, well into the ground, and therefore it's, a, it's good border grass. This is the type of stuff you want to use to mark borders. So, chatsuva miktar aglam derishia. It'll cut off the legs of the rishayim, meaning that it'll, it'll prove out that, that they are uh, somebody who tries to steal the land, so he'll be able to see exactly, it'll be pretty clear what uh, it was noticeable when he was masigvol. Right, you knew exactly what you were doing. And therefore, no, you can't point and say, oh, I didn't realize, I thought my border was over there. No, if that, it was type of, that type of grass, or you knew exactly that was border grass, you knew exactly what you were doing. Nitia, that's the din of Arla, miktaraglam de katzvaya. So again, we're going back to what we said. Now we said that it's Arach Ara to, it's Arach Ara to uh, uh, skin the animals and to cut it. So Nitia, the din of Arla is miktaraglam de katzvaya. For, peop- for the butchers who went ahead and were in a rush to sell it, they don't do Hefshed and Minituach. Later, if it turns out there was a Trefa, so again, Megra did, and we said you don't have to, it's Becheska's Kasher, but if it turns out that there wasn't a Trefa, then it's still Lemaisa, Lemaisa, you ate Trefas, and you went ahead, it was, we, we just said it was a nice thing to go ahead and skin the animal and to do it properly. Okay, Udubayle Nidais, and also, so again, so what we're saying is the Din Nitia, the Din of Arla, so the, the butchers were, were um, they were hasty. They went ahead and they were quick to just go ahead and sell the meat without doing the, the nicest way, uh, you know, preparing the meat in the nice way by, doing, by skinning the animal and cutting it to pieces. So Din Arla, which teaches us to wait for fruits for three years, so that is Bekatea Raglein de Katzvaya. Okay, for the butchers. Udabaylinidas and also for Baylinidas, again, they couldn't wait until their wives went to the mikvah, that they were, uh, they were hasty and um, they couldn't wait. And that, again, is going to, um, is good. It, that's, that's the Mida, right? That's the Mida that's supposed to go to combat that, is by the, we have this mitzvah of Arla, so we, with the Torah is telling you that you have to wait. Um, Tormusa, so these are a type of uh, beans. Okay, now the din with these beans is, the story with these beans is they're very bitter until you cook them, until you cook them seven times. So, Tremusa Miktaraglam de Sainam Shal Yisrael. That's going to be like a prosecutor on Kla Yisrael. Shenemar, as the Pasuk says, that Kla Yisrael continued to, to do bad, to do wicked in the, in the eyes of Hashem. So now we're going to list seven uh, different Avedazaras that they serve, they worship. So you can say, oh, hey, these are all chol, right? Okay, sorry, yeah. Uh, so, right, all these seven. 
they worshipped these seven idols, and then was Hashem They left Hashem. They didn't. They didn't. They didn't serve Hashem. So the Bazak says, well, "What are you coming to tell me?" He said, "They left Hashem." Any Why do I have to say Hashem that we said that these uh, these beans, these turmisim, these uh, lupines or whatever they are, they are going to essentially end up being uh, the the material for prosecution of Klai Yisrael. Why? Because the Kaddish Baruch says, And when you cook it seven times, eventually they get the message. It's better, 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 better. Eventually, after seven times, they get the message. However, that my children didn't even, even after seven times, um, they did not, uh, they, they didn't uh, worship Hashem, that they still, they stayed off, okay? And uh, even after, now again, each of these times, the Kaddish Baruch Hu brought punishments, and they still didn't learn that lesson. This, right? That's what we're saying. They didn't learn the lesson, not like these beans that you cooked seven times, they did learn the lesson. Why was Torah given to Klai Yisrael? That Klai Yisrael, they're Azin. I would say aggressive is probably the, uh, we're an aggressive people. That's probably the best word to describe it. I'm not sure what did you say in the arch scroll. Strong-willed. Strong-willed, okay. Also. Well, it's very different than aggressive. Aggressive is a more positive, active, strong will, you could be passive and still hold okay. the position. Okay, okay. Strong-willed. Bold. Strong-willed. Okay. Strong I like aggressive. Okay, the point is, yeah, we're going to see here. Where am I? Oh, so, so therefore what? So what's the point? The Torah is that we have, we're going to have, right, in this... Uh, Right, right, coming up in a couple of days. It was a fiery, fiery law. Right, what are we saying? What does it mean? to eish das lamay. Why is the Torah considered fire? That we're we're ruled by the Torah. We need to be ruled by fire because we're very strong-willed. Okay, or aggressive. We need to be tempered by something that is the ability to put us in our place. That the 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 um the that the the rules are are fire. Shalmali nitnatarily Yisrael and kaluma velashen yichad alamad bifnehem. That the the only way that we can live amongst the gayim is because we have the Torah, which is essentially esh. That also it does the same thing. It keeps us in line, right? Otherwise, that the gayim wouldn't be able to uh, live with us. That would go more with the aggressive. The aggressive, right? That's why I, that's why I like the aggressive. Yeah, yeah, but I, well, no. If you lived among the Gaim, if you're strong-willed, you hold the position. No, no, but we're saying it's bad that we wouldn't be able, like the Gaim wouldn't be able to put up with us at all. Well, what about brazen? Brazen? Sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How about we could just say azin? Okay. No, we don't translate. Behind the Amr Rishim Ben Lakish, Gimel azin There are three azin. Okay. Yisrael beumais. That Yisrael is considered the azin of the umais. We are the stereotypical people who are az. Kelev uh, bechayis, a dog, is brazen. Good. Tarnagol ba'ayfais, in the fowl, that would be the chicken. The Yisharim af ez b'mehema daka. That in the small animals, the goat is the most, uh, I guess that's maybe, I don't know if that's where it got its name from, but azin, az, ez, okay. The Yisharim af tzlaf b'lanis. That the uh, caper bush, we had this in brachas. Um, now Rashi says he doesn't know why the tzlaf is considered, uh, you know, brazen or az, right? Why that? Why is that? That's the prototypical az of the. That's the az of the uh, 
uh, plants. However, uh, Tosus says, because, he says a couple of reasons. He says because it has the three, right? Remember we learned about the slaf, well, all sorts of brachas then, that it has uh, three edible parts. Evionis is the berries, the kafrisin, right? It has the alan and Evionis and kafrisin are all edible. So it, um, it's able, it, it stands out. Um, others is because it, it, uh, Rashi says gives a few reasons that it's time teres b'chol yayim, right? That it, give, it, it puts forth fruit, um, and also he said another one is because they would use the kafrisin shesherim b'yayin as a kafrisin for the katerashim, right? What the, it says in he aza, so that's why we consider it okay, and that is part of the caper bush. Okay, anyways, so we said that if you shecht in an animal on yantif, you're not allowed to bring it in with poles because of avsha milsa. It's a public display. It's a zilzal of yantif. So a blind person can't go out with his walking stick. That's also uh, an issue of zilzal. And a shepherd can't go out with, uh, with his pouch. You can't go out in a chair. Being carried on a chair... Okay, echad ish ve'echad isha. So you're not going to go on in a chair. Now let's discuss it. Any is that true? In our neighborhood, there was an old man who used a big gilurki. He would go out with a, that was a type of like folding chair or whatever. Big gilurki. Shalai uvo v'shalas Rabbi Shua ben Levi va'amar and so Rabbi Shua ben Levi paskanas. He said in Rabban Srichan Lai, if people need him and he needs to sit, so then mutter the samchor of a seder al divrei. Achi Shakya, okay, that was a Talmud Chacham that uh, testified. The Amar he said, "I know Afikta the Rav Huna, Mehini the Shilu, Mishilu the That I carried Rav Huna from one place to another place. Vamar Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak, I know Afikta the Mar Shmuel, Mishimsha the Tula, Mishtula the Shimsha." Okay, so we see that we did allow him to go out. We did allow him to be carried out with a chair. So the Gemara says, "Well, there we built in the reason." Hasam Damer Taimem Hayu Rabim Tzrichan Lay Mutter. That if he was a, if it was a Tzrich of the Rabim, then we'll say it's Mutter. Now. So Reb Nachman said to Chamer Bar Ada, who was the, I guess he was the Shliach Tzion, he was the messenger to go to Eretz Yisrael, so he was constantly, he would go back and forth. When you go to Eretz Yisrael, Akef Vizil Asoma the Tzor. So go around, Akef Vizil means, uh, you know, take the circuitous, circuit, Whatever, yeah, detour. The long way, right? The long way, okay? Go to the Soma Litzur, go to Rebekah by Edi, and go ask him this question. What do you hold? Are you allowed to go out? Lamar said, we're allowed to carry somebody out on Yantif in a chair. He went there. He found by the time he got there, Rebekah by Edi had already passed away. So when he came back, he was leaving. So he found Rebbe Zreka and he asked him, Amr Kisei Ma Atunbei. So he said, what's the din when it comes to Kisei? So Amr Lehachi Amr Rav Ami Vavachli Katef. Rav Ami says that it's okay to go out with a chair as long as, you know, he's not carried on the shoulders. Now the way most Rishonim learn this is that what we're saying is, is that this is, again, if Rav Mitzrichen So if Rav Mitzrichen then he can go out on a chair, but you can't carry him out on the shoulders. You have to carry him with your hands, not on the shoulders. That's too much of a public display. So, my um, Okay, that's an alunki. Again, that's chairs on the shoulders with poles, right? It's a whole, it's a whole, it's a whole thing. It's like a, it's like a whole pomp and a ceremony, almost like a ceremony is carrying. Amy, is that true? His wife. 
We did allow him to go on, on a chair being carried on shoulders. So the Gemara says, Shani Yalta Okay, now again, Tesis is certainly learning that, these, that you have to compile these, that you can only be carried on a chair if Rabbim Srichim La. And then what we said is you can't go, right, then that's a certain person carrying you with one chair. You can't go out with shoulders unless if you're scared, then we'll allow you. And Tesis says here that it must be that Yalta was needed. It was a Tsayyuk Vahayu Rabbim Srichim Mimena. They needed her. Okay, so it was both of those reasons combined. Then you can go out on a being carried on, a, on the shoulders on a chair. So again, they were also scared. So when they were carried in on the Shabbos of Regal, now again, we're not obviously talking about the Sinai Rishis We're talking about the base Medrash. It was also an issue of, of a Zilzal, right? We see it's a Zilzal issue. It's not, it's not a carrying issue. It's a Zilzal issue. So in the big base Medrash, so they were scared to be carried the normal way. They were, obviously, they were giving the drushes around the Tzrichim Lai, and they were, uh, they were scared, so therefore they were able to be carried on the shoulders. That the issue wasn't because they were scared, but it was too much of a tircha for the tzibur. Okay, if one guy is going to carry the whole, you have an auditorium, thousands of people in the territory, and a guy walks in, and one guy carrying him. You know, so it was more efficient. So whatever, the point is that you need, it sounds like the way Tysus is certainly learning the sugi, you need multiple reasons. Number one, that Rabin Srichim Loy. And then number two, either you're scared or some other reason, um, or, or because of, like we said, Mishum Sibura, that they would go ahead and carry on the shoulders. Um, there is another, there's another way to learn it that there's essentially three separate reasons. That it's, we're not differentiating between different types of chairs. What we're saying is you could either be carried on a chair. Um, anybody could be carried, well, then I think you can learn that anybody could be carried out in a regular chair. If it's the normal way, it's not a zilzal. Again, we're not talking about a carrying issue. Only on the shoulders if you have one of those three reasons. Either Rabin Srikh and or if you're afraid, or Dukha Sibar. That's the other way of learning. Like I said, Tesis does not seem to be learning that way because when it comes to um, Yalta, he says that the reason is, is Rabin Srikh which means that he has both reasons. She was afraid, and Rabin Srikh and that's why he's able to be carried on the shoulders. Um, so. Two. One second, just two. Summarize. Put this in as a test to see if Morty, he didn't come, let's see if Morty's actually listening. Let's see if he texts me and says, ah. You called me out. Okay. Um, we'll find out. I'll let you guys know. I know you guys want to know. All right. So we discussed, number one, if a person dams up an Amas Mayim and then he finds fish, it's going to be mutter. Rav Chista and, or Rabbi Ravuna, whichever one, um, which, whichever one, whichever, there's two different gears. So we said, Midvar Lamanu from this din of Rab, that a Sarkar Masamayim, that a Chaya Shekhanam Pardes, which is a Makam Mishtamer, that the Vlad ain't Sarkar Zimun. Okay, and Ronachman said, oh, oh boy, Nafal Chavrin or Bar Chavrin, again, depending if it was Rabbi Bar Rav Huna or Rav Chista, Rav Chista, Rav Huna, and Ronachman were contemporaries, so depending on who the member was, was. so he said either way, he, uh, he fell into this, you know, he, he's, he's making a mistake, because it's not, it's not like Hasecher. Okay, and we asked the Tiyufta because we said that Achayi Shekanana, um, it, it does need zimun. Then we asked on that. We said, "Well, what do you mean? We have another brayso that says Shimon Elazar said that long one, which we said you do not need zimun." And what did we answer? We said we tried to answer that one's talking about the mother, one's talking about the vlad. Okay, that didn't work. Um, so what did we end up? We said that begina smuchal ear. Right, so we, the way we said the differentiation is either way we're talking about the vlad. If it's smuchal ear, then your das is on it. You don't need zimun. 
Okay? Um, but if it's far away, then you do need zimun. Okay, then we talked about a behemoth that was about to die, and you wanted to shecht it to save the meat. So you could only do a Tanakhama said only if you have enough time to roast a <coughs> Kezai's sleeve. Rabbi Kiva said, even a Kezai's chai, mi beishchitasa, Rami bar Abba said, and what was he coming to tell us? That it's, that's, it's like there's a proper way to do it. He wasn't donning on the din of trefa. If he would have been doing that, then he would have been. It would have been not like um, Rav Huna, who held that you who, who held that you you could assume it's okay. If he would if he was not coming to tell me arach ara and he was coming to tell me a din, then he would have been saying that we can't assume an animal is okay. You would have to do hefshif and you have to be able to properly check it for trefas. Okay, we said no, it's not. It's arach ara, like we said, you shouldn't eat shema b'tzal from roishay. That's a rabbasan. It's a gluttony issue. Same thing with uh, drinking in one gulp. Okay, um, and then we went into that hole. We said if you drink one, one, two, three, right? And one is your your gluttonous drinker. Two is their heritage. Three is your arrogance. And we talked about that chatsuva that the the border grass, right? That'll uh, that'll that'll prosecute the rishayim loss of love. It's made on that they stole and they knew that they knew what they were doing. Um, we said arla is mekatei that the fact that we have a din of Arla, we see that to be patient, and the butchers and the Bailinidas weren't patient. They were in a rush. The butchers didn't, even though we said it's not a trefa issue necessarily, but they should have still skinned the animal and cut it up. Um, and then we said Tormisan, these the beans, so they're Mikatean uh, the the Ragli Bene Yisrael, right? That they that the beans are cooked seven times and they get the message. Then eventually they're good. They're eaten as dessert, as opposed to Kla Yisrael, which served the Bazar seven times, was punished each time and still didn't get the message. Um, okay, and then we said, why was Torah given to Yisrael? Again, off of this, because they are Azin, okay? Um, the Torah is Mateshes Koicham. Time to be Shmuel, so it means the Eshtas Lamai, right? So therefore, um, that uh, in order for Bnei Yisrael to, oh, first of all, right, we said Eshtas Lamai, because we're Azin, so we needed a fire to keep us in check, or to uh, take a little bit off the edge so that we could live amongst the Gayim. Um, and uh, that we said that there's three Azin and then added another two, right? We said uh, three and then. Uh, <clears throat> we said Yisrael be'umais kelav b'chayes tanagal ba'ayfais. We said A's in the animal and the uh, caper bush. Okay. Um, then we said okay that you can't bring in the if you shechted the animal in the field you can't bring it in with poles because it's avshamilsa it's a public display it's a zilzal of yantif. We said that a suma cannot go out b'makloi. Uh, again, it's these are all zilzal issues and the raya b'tarmiloi whether it says pouch. And we said that you can't go out in a chair unless the rabbin tzrichem lay, okay, like, like we saw the zakin in the shechinasai of Yeshua ben Levi, and he was saying on achi shakya, that, uh, right, and then he went to Salma the Tzor, and he said that, um, but he quoted B'Shem Ravami, that again, you could go out with a chair if rabbin tzrichem lay, the way we learned it, at least according to Tesis was, vachli katef, can't put it on the shoulders, and which we said what was an alunki, unless like you're afraid, like the uh, the Yalta Ashes or Nachman or Ravami Ravasi, according to one way of saying that they were afraid to be carried through the to the through the base medrash um, with just a kisei, they needed more shoulders, it was more sturdy, or because of the Sibura. So you needed, like we said, compiled reasons.